Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. We've covered a lot of exploring awareness territory, and this time we thought about talking about suffering. You might have heard the term suffering is optional, so we thought we'd explore how awareness leads to that and what exactly that might look like. I'm Lisa Berry, also here with Dr. Frank Anderson. How's your week going? Lisa, this week I have been reading Rumi's poem, The Guest House, quite a bit. You remember that poem we talked about last week? I do, but I think you're going to need to refresh us. You know, Rumi was a Sufi poet and very insightful, and I've really enjoyed his poetry. But he had this great poem, and I'm going to read it again just to reorient everyone. This being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them all at the door laughing and, and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. The invitation from this poem is to really take them on. And I love that idea. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. And that kind of segues into what we want to talk about. When difficult things happen, painful things happen, you know, how do we deal with that? And uh, does that have to lead to suffering, right? What do you think? I think when you're in the middle of it, you don't necessarily have that perspective. So I'm glad that we can talk about it. So people can have that perspective. And if they find themselves in the middle of something challenging, then they can think, hmm, there's, there could be a different approach to it. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I've had my fair share of situations and I know what it's like to be in the middle of something difficult and you feel like you're suffering. But now I just kind of get to the point where like, I, I find, I keep finding myself laughing at difficult situations to the point where like today I actually said, well, why are you keep laughing? You know, talking about serious things and challenges and people and their opinions. And I just try to take a, I guess, a lighthearted approach. It, well, that's exactly what Rumi says in the poem. And it does relate to what we've been talking about in this podcast series on exploring awareness. Now, I want to acknowledge that there are a lot of people out there suffering. So it isn't like, you know, this is something that we're saying, well, stop suffering, because right. that, that is a really difficult thing for people um, to, to hear. And it's not, it's not what we're saying either. Hmm. Um, that It's a nice quote to say, pain is part of being human, but suffering is optional. But I'd like for us to at least entertain that possibility. And I think that might be the first step. So when someone is suffering, what does that look like to you when someone's suffering? Well, you know, I'm thinking about all the things that I've been through. And like when my son was very, very ill, I was pretty upset and I was pretty yeah. miserable. And I'm thinking in the middle of that, could I have laughed? No. In the middle of all that, could I have thought, oh, there's a lesson in this because this is really what it's all about. So when you're in the middle of it, maybe you don't see it so much. And it, I think it depends on the extent of your suffering. I mean, if you're suffering over something, I don't know, There's. do you think there's different levels of suffering? Yeah, well, I do think that that to me, uh, you know, well, there's uh, there's suffering from, you know, physical pain. Right. And we have had an episode about physical pain. 
and I think they're suffering uh, from mental pain. And I think a lot of times the suffering from mental pain comes from this idea like in your head, you know, you go through, oh, I should have done something differently. I wish I hadn't have done it that way. Mm -hmm. or, I'm stupid for doing it that way. Or, mm -hmm. you know, you can go back and ruminate about about the past or you could ruminate about what's going to happen in the future you know it's like oh i did this and now this is going to happen and it relates a little to the our stories as well but i think you know people in the throes of suffering you know people in the like like when your son was sick you're in the throes of that it, right it, it, it's like there's there's a there can be depression and there mm -hmm. can be anxiety and there can be regret and there can be fear you know a lot of the, the emotions that we've talked about and so being mired in that basically takes you out of the present moment and mm. and your kind of your thoughts and emotions have taken you into a whole nother world that exists in your mind and you're kind of like dwelling in it. You know, that's what suffering seems to me like. I also want to be super sensitive about this because I, as I said, I think there are different levels and I think I'm full of compassion and I want to be aware of, of anyone's listening to this and they're suffering or they know someone who's suffering and we're not taking it lightly. We, I, I'll speak for myself. I understand. I feel your pain. I know it's not pleasant, but uh, if you might just be a little open, you might find a way to deal with that. And I, I think, isn't that so, what we're trying to get at? Yeah. So we're talking about painful situations right. that occur in all of our lives. Yes. And, you know, I think all of us would be happy if we never had to have a painful situation, but painful situations come up. That's part of being human. People going through normal human suffering and pain. Yeah, pain and suffering. So we know that there are going to be painful experiences in our lives, loss and injury and illness, illness, disappointment. Yeah expectations, lack of trust or betrayal, you know, all those type of things could happen to us at some points in our lives, sometimes when we least expect it. And let's also say that it's going to pull us out of the present moment. And, uh, and that's actually fine as well. Now, the reason that the suffering is optional and the reason I'd like people to entertain this thought is because you, through these mindfulness techniques and the exploring awareness concepts that, that we share, is that you can see it happening, right? So instead of it happening to you, instead of being a victim of these type of things, there's another way to look at it where those and it really down to our foundations of mindfulness especially mindfulness of thoughts and mindfulness of emotions you can actually take a place take your seat and and see this playing out in front of you hmm. and the part of you that's aware right is your constant stable part it is your core it is your essence and so then you then you start to see well you know th this stuff that's happening is stuff that's happening and 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 while i stay the same so no matter what's happening you know the awareness piece is kind of still there still calm still peaceful still loving and still joyful it's a suffering it has a bigger pull on us than maybe a kind of a silly thoughts during the day. It's like a combination of thoughts and emotions, maybe that suffering um, looks like. And so it's, it creates a little bit of bit more distance between, you know, our core of wisdom and peace and joy and ability to kind of look at it. Uh, there's a space between that part of us and actually what's going on in our minds. 
And then, you know, the other part of it is you don't know what's going to happen in the future. You can certainly, you know, suffer about thinking about it. And certainly, you know, when you listen to the news, these the, the, at least the not your news, Lisa, but the <laughs> popular news predictions or when I read the paper, it's like, oh, this is going to happen or this is why this is going to happen. It's like, oh, my gosh, projecting into the future. Right. Who knows what's going to happen? And so, uh, you know, and that's just part of the normal life. And, you know, I think we get raised like, don't, you know, your parents might say, don't do that or this is going to happen. Hmm. You know, and at some point you figure it out. Well, actually, um, I just did that and that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> right? So this is kind of a fear-based, fear of the future. So we do have all of us. And no matter what the suffering, we still have an opportunity to place that in awareness. And the part of us that can see it is the part of us that's not affected by those things. A lot of times when we talk about awareness, to me, my interpretation and what I I think awareness is just like, be aware, but don't attach any feelings to it or don't attach any reasoning to it, just be aware of it is is that what you're saying in this circumstance as well because there's another way to be aware of it there's a way to be aware of it and, and still process it and and still deal with it oh in the middle of yes it. you know yeah well that's true um there, there is a kind of simple awareness and you can say well i know that i'm i am um suffering right. <laughs> or you know i know that i'm in pain but the awareness that we're talking about is is kind of a deeper felt sense. Um, mm. It's almost like aware. And when we talked about this last episode too, the awareness of awareness. So the awareness that we're talking about is not another thought. You know, it's not another mental process. It's a. It's deeper. It's mm. it's a deeper place, and it's actually silent. It's just the it's just the uh, the sense of being, right? That that's always there, and it's part of our birthright as humans and our connection. That's why you know, words don't work when we talk about this. The the experience of of meditation, or you know, other things that that really bring you into the present. People use other things like yoga and connection to nature or swimming or exercise, you know, something that really just brings you to your to your presence. So there is a difference between, oh, yeah, I'm just I'm, you know, I'm aware that um, I'm suffering or actually identifying as awareness. Is that, you know what? Can you, you, you see the difference? Can you do that while you're in the middle of it? Well, that's that's the catcher, isn't it? Yeah. So I think it takes some practice. Yeah. I think it takes some uh, practice and some perspective. And so when you're in the middle of it, you know, you're in the middle of it. My experience and a lot of the people that I've learned from experience is that that by doing the meditation practices, hopefully before this happens, but you can also stop and while it's happening and do it as well. You, you can even just take a couple of deep breaths. I mean, that's one of the tools we use. Right. But to become familiar with the awareness place, is, it, it's nice to be familiar with that uh, before these situations come up. And and the how to all of this is starting five out of seven days a week to practice, you know, before the day starts. Practice your mindfulness of the breath, mindfulness of the body, mindfulness of the thoughts, mindfulness of the emotions, so that you're primed and ready to go into the day so you can have access back to that place. And so then you move through the day and your brain does what it's going to do, create stories to protect you, make you feel safe. It's like a limbic system, you know, it's kind mm. of a, 
instinctual thing that we do, create these stories so that you don't get eaten by a bear or a lion or whatever, your brain is going to do all of those things. But, but now you have a chance to be aware of it. Well, it's kind of like exercising, you know, you exercise yeah. and yeah. you work out and you build your muscles and you get strong. So like if you should be in some situation, you you have that strength that you can rely on. Right, right. So then when a situation happens and it might be painful, <laughs> you know, instead of like crumbling into a mm. mess, it's like, oh, that was that was that was tough. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, it doesn't have the same impact on you. Those things that, that may have triggered for you in the past, you know, something bad happens and it's like, oh, this always happens to me. And, right. you know, I am, have this whatever belief about myself or whatever. You know, it's easy to kind of fall into that, especially if you're habitually doing it already. Right. And so now we're talking about breaking those habits seeing them for what they are and that lessens some of that suffering the more you work at it the less suffering a painful situation will bring and i wish i would have known that before i've been through all the things <laughs> Me too. been through so i'm so glad that we're talking about it and hopefully somebody can hear that and can benefit them i honestly don't think i would be having this podcast if I hadn't been through all the painful things that I've been through in my life, because the, it kind of strengthens you and, and you learn from those lessons. And, and, you know, I'm in a huge Ram Dass phase right now. And um, I'm, I'll tell you, I'm reading his book, Grist for the Mill, which I just absolutely love. And I keep coming across these things that he says. And one of them was that conscious beings use everything. Nothing goes down the disposal. And I just love that yeah. because it's that's what we're talking about. You even use your pain and even use your suffering. And there's a lesson to be learned in it. And if you've done your meditation and you used your tools, then, you know, you can still learn from it. Nothing goes down the disposal and it it's not sucking the life out of you. I don't know if that's a, a nice way to put it or not, but I think that's a truthful situation for me sometimes. Well, and the actual beautiful thing about it is that, uh, <laughs> these painful situations can be transformed into presence and then there becomes a great joy and maybe that's why you laugh sometimes i think mm. i laugh too because it's like well ha, it's like kind of a, a ridiculous situation right a story or whatever and you know it really has nothing to do with anything in, in the big picture right it's just a story well, we've talked about stories in our last two um, podcasts, which I highly recommend listening to because that is another powerful thing when you realize that that's what you're doing. You know, things are happening. Yes, they're painful. Things are happening. Yes, you're suffering. But sometimes you can make it 10 times worse by adding to it, by letting your imagination drift away and creating these stories. And if you're just aware and in the moment, it might not be as bad as you're possibly leading yourself to believe. That's right. That's right. And even if it did end up being what you thought, yeah. uh, you'll deal with it at the time. Right. You know, but why deal with it when you don't even know what's going to happen for the right. week? Yeah. So let's talk about that a little more because I think that is really beneficial. I mean, you're you're sitting here and you're something's not going the way you want, or you're maybe you're waiting for medical tests and your mind is wandering. And is it just a matter of breathing and meditating and being in the moment? Is, or is that exactly what we're, we should be doing? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I see patients, right. And mm -hmm. uh, the, the, you know, on a Friday afternoon and we have to do a medical test. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, I'm going to worry all weekend. I'm yes. Like, I know. I know you will, but there's another way to look at it. You've done everything you can right now. Now, we don't know the answer so enjoy the weekend <laughs> enjoy it because we don't know you've done everything you can enjoy the weekend easy for me to say I don't know if people can do that but there is a, a way that uh, you know enjoying the present moment there's nothing you can do you don't have to deal with it if we're waiting for the test and and I've been in that same situation you're waiting for the test you're waiting for the test 
but that could be transformed when you're aware of those things that are happening in the present moment. Then all of a sudden you're in the present moment. And I think that's where that laugh comes from. It's like, you know, it's like it's just a joy not to be burdened by bull. <laughs> There's my next pillow. <laughs> It's a joy to not be burdened by the bull. I love that. That's great. That's really getting real. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if there is a question out there and, you know, the details aren't important, but if there's a, a question from someone who just says this, you know, there's nothing that I can do about this suffering, I would say there is something you can do. It's going to take some work. It's going to mean that maybe you have to give up your story. And are you willing to give up your story? Well, how about not even give up your story, but don't even create a story? Well, you know, stories, are going your... stories are going to be created. I don't think that uh, mm -hmm. you cannot not create stories. I think that's part of being human. Can't you catch yourself, though, before you go too far? I think that's right. You can recognize that you're having a story. And in the recognition of the story, then you can connect to the presence. Let me go back one second, because you said you could actually be comforted by it. That's one of, like, one of my life quests <laughs> is comfort. So I love that word. I want to be comforted. Who doesn't want to be comforted? And are you? can you really get to a place where you're suffering that you can feel comfort? I think you can. I think it's a journey. <laughs> I think you can transform this suffering, you know, into presence. It doesn't mean that the pain is not going to still be there. It's just not going to be there along with everything else that makes it worse. So, Lisa, this reminds me of another song. You know how I love to pick out popular songs. And uh, to be honest, once I started doing all this meditation work, I like see so much more in popular songs than I used to. Ah. And so I heard the other day a song by The Doors. I love The Doors. You do? Yeah. yeah. Riders on the Storm. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great song. And and you know, well, just always sang that song. But what what is what does this mean to you? Riders on the storm, into this house we're born, into this world we're thrown. Like a dog without a bone, an actor out alone. Riders on the storm. There's a killer on the road. Mm. His brain is squirming like a toad. <laughs> Take a long holiday. Let your children play if you give this man a ride. So I never really analyzed it, but yeah, that is pretty intense. I, mean, I like this concept of riding on a storm. So if you're, there's a, there's like, I, I, I see it as someone riding a horse on top of a storm. And so it, it, the storm is happening and you're riding on top of it. Hmm. Right. So, yes, the you know, human experience is difficult, mm -hmm. but you can ride above it. You know, you can ride above the storm. And I like that line. Um, his brain is squirming like a toad. <laughs> mm. <laughs> sounds like, you know, like uh, all kinds of things going on in your brain. And then take a long holiday, let your children play, if you give this man a ride. I think that there's like uh, this, give this man a ride, is like the only way out is through, right? So mm. if you're constantly resisting, 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 that, 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 that I think is a big part of suffering. It's pushing things away and not allowing them, like uh, in our rain tool, to, to, to recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. So Yeah, but let's be honest. It's painful. It's hard to do that. I mean, I know there are benefits to it. And every time I do process something, I honestly feel 
a little more whole and a little more healed, but it is not easy. No, especially when you're in the middle of it and especially when you're not primed for it. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to exploring awareness and let's go back to saying, okay, now we know these situations are going to happen. How are we going to be riders on the storm? Mm. Right. And so, yes, it's very hard in the middle of it. It's not as hard when you're ready for it. Ooh, what does that mean? That means practice, connect to the core, and move on in your life guided by those, you know, principles that we talk about. But you said when you're ready for it. I'm ready for it. Well, then it shouldn't be so hard then. (laughs) (laughs) Keep practicing, Lisa. I keep right. Well, then it's not going to be as hard. I know there's people right now saying this is impossible. Right. Uh, Yep. And you're saying it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy, but it will come more naturally. And it's not instant gratification. It's not flipping a switch. Mm -hmm. That's not how this works. And so... I'm here to tell you what other people have told me. Right. That that starting this practice, learning at a deep level what exploring awareness is, what loving mindful awareness is. Mm. What is it? Who are you really beyond all those thoughts, beyond all that suffering, connecting back? So this is not a fancy little three rule technique. It's not about just letting go. It's not about don't create the story. It is like connecting to something that is in us and that is accessible, but not in the typical way, not even through conversation, but through our own experience of our innate nature and by our own experience do you mean meditating that's that is a way to access that place well along those lines i wanted to share something with you that someone shared with me recently that said as you awaken and as you become your true self there may be more pain and infinitely more pleasure because you can't have pleasure unless you have pain but you have less suffering Now, does that seem complicated? It sounded complicated to me reading it. I get it. If you're listening, it's basically saying that, yes, as you you become aware and you deal with these things, you may have more pain, but you're going to have less suffering. Do you understand what that means, Frank? Right, right. I think that that quote is connecting back again to present moment and the pleasure of the... present moment is fantastic as well Mm. you know we're we're talking about suffering today but uh, that seems to always be juicier than talking about pleasure but um, i've ridden a roller coaster before Mm. uh, mindfully and it is fun what does that mean (laughs) that just means being present to all the things that are happening on a roller coaster or in a haunted house or something, it is just so so much fun because you might miss things otherwise if your mind is like racing off into fear and um, and reaction, you know, I think that try it someday. I'm and, not a scary ride person, so I'm not. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just say a walk in the woods. And, um, you know. No, you, I want to hear about riding a roller coaster mindfully. <laughs> Tell me. About, I really seriously want to hear well, about it. Well, it's just incredible. I mean, it's it lasts longer. It's it's it, it, it's it's just fun and interesting. And, and, uh, and, and you can be aware of the pleasure and joy in it. You know, the speed and the... And everyone screaming and, uh, you know, going upside down and twirling around and being jerked around. It's, I remember I uh, did a, one of these at the water park and you kind of go through this slide and then you get into 
what's like a toilet bowl and you just go around and around and around and like a whirlpool yeah but it's yeah it's like a whirlpool and then it just like drops you in whatever position oh. you are into the water below I, I thought that was the funniest funniest thing because it's just like you know one arm and one shoulder goes in it just like plops you right in the water it's fun I, but I, I think that that there are ways to appreciate what's happening in the present moment and so you know like that um Sinjin Young always says he's like well I can't give you a double number of years of life but I can increase the quality of mm -hmm. your life many many fold by teaching you this meditation teaching you to be present in the present moment and so then things become alive for you that weren't alive before so yes there's a lot more pleasure I live in a high density area and I have these four baby chicks now mm -hmm. and they're silkies and they're so cute. They look like little anime characters. So <laughs> interesting. And and I had let them out in the yard and um, this couple walked by and, you know, they didn't see them. And uh, like, I love when people see the chickens and enjoy them. But uh, there's lots of things in my yard that, that if you pay attention, you'll see them and they'll bring you a lot of joy. Or, you know, if you're just walking and lost in thought and not mindful, you won't, you won't get that enjoyment. And so, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's just you miss out on a lot. Yeah. Well, I want to explore this a little bit because <laughs> this laughing thing, because I, I had a pretty good work day today. And then, you know, you always got a lot going on in your personal life. And I have these tough conversations and <laughs> I was just thinking about them and I would just laugh. And I don't know, is that inappropriate or am I just letting it go? Or And in this present moment, that tough conversation has no impact on me and i look back at it and i think that that's that's funny you know it's I, <laughs> it, is that a is that an emotionally healthy attitude i don't even know what's happening i mean i i appreciate it because i'm not suffering but i want to make sure that's the right way to to process this or look at it well the first res response i have from that is about judgment and so let's let go of judgment Right. So whether it's. I mean, don't judge uh, myself. Yeah. Whether it's right or wrong or whatever. Okay. It just is what it is. Okay. But I'm more interested in where the laugh came from. Where did the, where do you think the laugh came from, from you? Because I don't want to suffer and I want to, I would, I want to have a good day and other things were going well. So I wasn't going to let it tough talk get me down and so i just kind of i like to be as lighthearted as possible and i know in these times you know we're in the middle of a pandemic we have a lot of political things going on here in the united states where we're broadcasting from so there's not a lot of lightheartedness in life right now but i'm choosing to look at it that way and it just seems funny well so see, i think that's because you're you're connecting to that inner sense of joy and, uh, and, you know, something like that would have taken you down a road doesn't. But you saying that, that that's just me connecting to my joy. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, thank you for for letting us know that the joy is always there and and reminding me that it's possible. And if I do have to judge it, I kind of feel good about it i guess well i don't like to it, suffer some was, people get their identity from suffering some yeah. people are always having an issue and there's always something wrong and did i tell you about this and they suffer and that's their identity and i don't know if it makes them comfortable i'm the opposite of that it's like i've had enough suffering i'm done with the suffering and you know stuff is still gonna happen but i'm gonna try not to swim in it because I'm done with in that. I'm out of that pool. I'm in the fun pool now. Um, I'm trying to be at least. Well, and you know, people um, do what they do and, um, and it's hard to know what's going on. There's some people that are attached to identity around things. So, so that oh. might be the case and, and to connect, the distance between their innate joy and and, and um, 
you know, what they're living might be a little further than the rest of us. Well, and I don't want to go off topic, but I have another question for you about judging myself. I get that a lot that I'm I shouldn't be judging myself. Don't don't we do that all the time? And is that is that just me or aren't we don't we always judge ourselves? And how do you not judge yourself? Yeah, that's a great question because I think our culture and our upbringing in a lot of cases um, our workplaces, our religions do a lot, make judgments seem like kind of a normal thing. Hmm. Um, they're part of the culture. And that part of all cultures, <laughs> by the way, but our culture, I do think it's a, a habit. And I don't think that if you try to make yourself stop judging, that just becomes another another judgment <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. judgments are bad and i want to stop doing that and so i'm gonna force myself not to but just like the laugh which is an expression of you know present moment joy mm -hmm. there's a space that gets cultivated with what we're talking about where where judgments just don't make sense anymore because Whatever's happening in the present moment is happening. Now, probably judgment is a reaction. I'm not saying that there should not be a response because there definitely can be a response to a situation that doesn't seem right. But, you know, that it's, it's not stop judging yourself, but it's a spontaneous, non-judgmental way of being that will start to express itself just like that laugh expresses itself hmm. because the present moment is non-judgmental it is the present moment is what it is and then judgments are going to be not in the present moment okay i hear you how can i say i think i have work to do on that without it being a judgment <laughs> <laughs> well we all have a lot of work to do on a lot of things. And so you could work on that this week, right? And right. I'll when, be curious about it. How about that? When you see judgments yes. arise, you know, what's that about? But you have to know that they're arising. You have to be aware of it. And to take a step back, you have to learn to be aware that you're breathing. <laughs> because remember... Uh, that we start all this awareness practice with being aware of the breath. The breath is the doorway. It's the, it's our first introduction to awareness. Perhaps taking a breath, or two, or or four, or five. Mm. You know, as the judgments come up, right, and and connect to that awareness, and you can then see where you're starting to judge yourself. And, uh, you know, judgment can also be one of those things you can do rain with. Recognize, mm. allow, investigate, and nurture. It's not quite an emotion, but it's, it, it, it could be called an emotion, a judgmental nature or a judgmental perspective. Anything that's popping up like that can be brought into awareness and transformed into presence. I think that takes a little more effort to, to realize, hey, I'm judging myself. I think it's a very, very natural reaction. And right, so right. I will so be more mindful and aware of it. Some of So many of these things that cause suffering seem like they're just natural and normal. Ah. And, and that's what the Buddhists would call a delusion. <laughs> oh. They would say that's your delusion. And becoming aware of your delusion is your way out of it or meditation has all this inspired you to lead us in the certain meditation well absolutely that's that's the way that's that's really the heart of the matter right we talk mm -hmm. and talk and talk and and it only gets us ready to experience a place of non-judgmental freedom nice well, I'm ready for that experience. Are you ready to lead us in that experience? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
and we'll start the meditation. And, and when you're meditating at home, it's always a good idea, although not necessary, but it's a good idea to have an intention, you know, an, an intention for your life, an intention for your, for why you were actually doing this. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what the intention is, but it's, there's some intentionality about what we're about to do. It's special. It's a very, very special, unique thing that not many people do. And so we're about to do that for a reason. And today we've been talking about this human condition of pain and suffering. And so let's set an intention not to get rid of pain and suffering, but to change our relationship to it, perhaps. And to give yourself an opening, to give yourself at least a try to see if perhaps suffering is optional. And don't believe me, but if you're tired of suffering, then perhaps you might want to try this. Now, before we just get right into it, I want to encourage everyone to try to do a meditation four days a week, five days a week, six days a week. And use, I like to use the Insight Timer app. That That's a good way to time and, and give yourself 15 or 20 minutes. And the timer keeps track of every day that you meditate as well. And so we have our intentions set. And we're in our chairs. And switching from a conversational mode to a, and from a listening mode to an inner mode. And the way we always start is by being aware of what your body's doing in the present moment. And for most of us, breathing is happening naturally and effortlessly. and unconsciously until now. I mean, you might could call it a habit, if that helps. It's a, it's a habit that um, keeps you alive. It's your, your body's way of keeping you alive. And we don't pay much attention to it. except now we are. And so we're bringing what was unconscious into consciousness. And so this will, you know, you can apply this to your thoughts and judgments and emotions and suffering as well. But we're starting being aware of the breath. Just really focus on the simple act of breathing. 
really focus on the awareness of that air going into your nose or into your mouth. And it's filling up your lungs. And then exhaling, and the air coming back out. And you can be aware that it's happening. But let that awareness go deeper. And maybe you can, can get a feel for what it might be to be aware that you're aware. being in this place where the breathing is happening naturally. As you are aware of it. And so, awareness of this breath, and there's not a judgment there. There's not a, an idea about it, it's just awareness. Right, so this is our base. This is our doorway. This is a way to start because it's, the breath is just a kind of simple. Now, if we move then to our thoughts, and our emotions. With that same awareness, so could it be that those thoughts and emotions can be held in the same awareness that you hold your breath? And so you can recall something in your experience. Maybe your current experience, or maybe in the past something that you're, that's bringing you some suffering. And what would it be like to just be aware of it for even for a few minutes from a place of awareness?
And so what would it be like to kind of watch your suffering from a place that's a little bit separated from it. And see how different parts of the suffering can be maybe separated and so see the part that may be habit see the part that might be reaction see the part that you think is true but maybe don't really know see the part that's thinking about the future see the part that sees this as depressing So all these things swirling like a storm and the awareness is like the rider on the storm. And you know, how does it feel to be connected to something that isn't suffering? How does it feel? To just be present to what is, it might be painful, it might be confusing, but then on the other side, Accepting what's happening in the present moment, just as it is, without judgment. It might open up a little window of joy, or a lot of joy, a lot of relief. Maybe some of these things fall off and you feel better. And maybe you already feel calmer and peaceful just from connecting to this. And you don't quite know what this awareness is, but you can connect to something that's peaceful. And this whole exercise for you to be peaceful that you've done for yourself is kind of loving. It's a generous gift that you've given to your suffering self.
And so now the maybe the suffering and the pain are there in front of you, but from behind you, this one step back now, there's a lot more possibility of dwelling in this peaceful place that you've had since you were born. And you've experienced before, and we're connecting back to it. Which is you know, devoid of the habits and the past and the future. It's just present experience. And whatever that means for you. And if your present moment experience is still suffering and chaos, be aware of it. you're aware of it, you're no longer in the middle of it. You're just embracing it from a place that can embrace. A loving awareness a mindful acceptance, some clarity, some peace, some relaxation. And then, perhaps, there'll be some wisdom about how to respond. We're not just passively accepting everything as it is without a without necessarily a response. Sometimes we just have to accept what is in the present moment, but we can also respond from this place of love and generosity and peace and joy. If that's how you'd like your life, to be, we keep practicing Mindfulness of the breath, mindfulness of the body, mindfulness of thoughts, mindfulness of emotions. Rest as mindful awareness. And move forward guided by what you find there. And you may have to go over that 10 times, 20 times, 100 times, 1,000 times. Ten thousand times. It may seem hard, it may seem like you can't do it, but that's awareness speaking. You're aware of those thoughts, 
aware of those barriers. Bring everything in the present moment to awareness. Every doubt, every question, resistance, judgment, as Rumi said, let them all come as a guide from beyond so that you can transform those into presence, transform them into awareness. and move forward in life with freedom from suffering and able to live a human life full of pleasure and pain and peace and love and joy. No matter what, and in the most unlikely places, And so we'll end now with a couple of breaths. And open your eyes and stretch. And I just wanted to announce for those of us in the instant gratification awareness program, we'll be having a special meeting because you... You did my line about, you might have to do this a thousand times. <laughs> then you had to throw in 10,000 times. And like, no, we want it now. So other than that, uh, great meditation. How does it feel to be connected to something that isn't suffering? Oh, I love that part. Yeah. And again, it isn't, doesn't make sense to think it through, but I'm here to tell you it's very, very comforting and also informs how you move forward. So I think that um, that I would just encourage everyone to to work with this. And I also loved how you said it was a generous gift given to your suffering self. I don't even know if you're aware of the things you say when you're leaning. Well, actually, head. I'm not. <laughs> I know. So I'm letting you know. Yeah. Giving you the highlights. <laughs> you know, I'm meditating with everybody. And so yeah. things are kind of coming up from that. So uh, th those were two beautiful things that you said. A generous gift you're giving to your suffering self. We all wow. need to do that. You know, how beautiful was that? Yeah. And you don't have to believe it, but you could try connecting it to yourself with yourself and and see if that makes sense for you right and so that that's the key here it's not believing it it's like it's a guide you know a guiding mm -hmm. experience to give people some hope and and um, guidance that that's possible 
And we want to guide you to email us. I don't know if anyone even emails anymore, but uh, we have an email, exploringawareness at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We have a Facebook page. We're on Instagram and we also are on Twitter. So we'd love to connect to you. And also want to acknowledge that we know there are people listening all over the world. And that Did you hear is- we made number 20 spirituality podcast in Nigeria? That is so amazing. Thank I was you like so thrilled so to see that. Hey, Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> and all it's just, I love looking to see all over the world where people are listening. And we're very grateful for that. And if you have email and you want to send us a message about why you're listening or what you want to hear us talk about more, or maybe how much Frank's meditations move you, we just want to connect. So that's what this is all about. Connection is everything. And um, we're grateful that you're listening and would love to hear from you. So again, that's exploring awareness at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And, you know, one day we're going to be on the Oculus Quest and we're going to be on Twitch and all the cool apps to... Yeah, I got to make my avatar. I haven't done that yet. I'd like to invite people to join me uh, the second Thursday of each month uh, for a guided meditation and silent meditation. If you go to um, openmindfulnessmeditation.org, you can sign up and to get our schedule and join our group in Southeast Michigan for some meditation. I always forget. So you're the second Thursday. I'm the second Thursday from 7.30 to 8.30 Eastern time. Okay. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you and we look forward to talking to you next time. And for all of you out there having some suffering, uh, may you find peace. This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.